0: All right, welcome to the Mike Cohen podcast, and I thought it was time to talk a little bit of sports with my good friend, Matthew Ross. Now, my weekends, I'm going into a little bit of a weekend game plan withdrawal, because uh, when I'm up that early on Saturdays and Sundays on TSN 690, the only station I listen to, it's because of Matthew Ross's show, and Matthew, you're on a bit of a hiatus right now.
1: Yeah, just a few weeks uh till the uh, sponsors are, you know, ready to to uh to shell out money again. It's uh certainly a, a crazy time.
0: So, Matthew, you know, I I haven't really been talking a lot of sports um, you know, with with the pandemic going on. I mean, overall, I mean, what about you? I mean, are you thinking sports a little bit less these days given what's going on in the world?
1: Oh, there's no question. Absolutely. Uh, I've been looking at all the different uh, I guess entertainment platforms and binging on shows, and, and you know, trying to take more in, of an interest in what the kids are are watching and doing in the evenings as well. So yeah, it's a it's a withdrawal in the sense that I I personally miss it. I mean, I've been watching and following sports like my parents say. You know, I've been reading the sports section daily since I was five. So it's uh, it's obviously a huge you know lifestyle adjustment and, and change. But now that we're out of it. Yeah, I, I checked the odd, you know, article here or there very quickly, but certainly not like I did before.
0: So let me go through the basic sports. First of all, you know, we, now we're hearing a lot about possible returns with uh, with certain measures being taken. So let me get your take on it first. Baseball, Major League Baseball, will it will it come back? Do you think?
1: You know, I, I don't think so, and and that's kind of almost across the board. My thought on all of the sports, um, just I, I just can't see it. And I know they talk about. Uh, it, you know, ramping up testing or being able to have as many tests as they can to test quickly and as often as they can, and create some sort of bubble world, kind of like the Truman Show, where you know no one gets in, no one gets out, and they clean everything, and and these players kind of live there for a few months to get the seasons going. But I know there's incentive to do it, obviously with with the revenues on the line. But I just can't see it. I, I really, really can't see it. I we we know that they're. Things are might be getting better in a lot of jurisdictions, but we also know that there's going to be a, a second wave just based on people's kind of cavalier attitudes once they see numbers going down. So I really, I said it a couple of weeks ago and I lost a few Twitter followers because of it. I said, I don't see any pro sports in North America happening um, in, in for, for most of 2020. I, I think there's a couple of exceptions, but for the most part, I, I do not believe that Major League Baseball. I think there's just too many variables. you got these 25-man rosters, and um, you've got the coaching staffs, you got the clubhouse guys. I, I just can't see it. Okay, so
0: before I move to another sport, what does this do? You're the head of Expos Nation, very involved in trying to get the Expos back in town. What does this whole pandemic do for the possibility of the Expos ever coming back here?
1: Yeah, I, I honestly I haven't even thought very much about it. It's it's so far down on the totem pole compared to what all the sports are dealing with. Uh, I think, well, I mean, you, know, you look at some of the susceptible markets that can afford to not play a, free, a few months. You can and 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 others, you know, can can and can't afford it. So certainly the smaller markets will, will be hurt more by it. You know, you look at obviously Tampa Bay and the great TV contract that. That they have, and, and the attendance wasn't the, you know, the great numbers for them, but it still was money in their pocket, and it, it's going to be tough in in their market. It's going to be tough in the Yankees market. I, I just I, I don't think that this particular issue is something that anybody's going to be talking about right now, and. You know, building a stadium, that was the big issue here, was the consultations for the land where I presented last year. Um, and that was still ongoing. They wanted more information from the Bronfman group, the real kind of heroes in all of this. And and they've been mum on the subject, and, and rightfully so, in light of lives on the line right now. So I, I just don't think it does anything. I mean, they they have some sort of agreement to bring the team here half a year in a few years and so beyond that there really wasn't anything else going on anyway other than that stadium situation so perhaps it it delays the deliberations of that committee in terms of what should be on that land in the Peel Basin but other than that uh, I don't think anything really has has changed.
0: One of my favorite parts of your show is when you bring on Andrew Zaternowski to talk hockey and I'm sure you've spoken to him I think you did a really impressive Twitter show with him in fact uh, recently. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, uh, the, the NHL situation seems absolutely ridiculous with the the scenarios they're rolling at. It's a real mess. The draft was supposed to be in June. I mean, how do you, you know, free agency, they're supposed to be July 1st. They're talking yeah. about going into the summer. I mean, that just seems like, and I know they're going to lose a lot of revenue from, from TV if they don't do something. Right. They seem dead set again, uh, dead set on getting some hockey going here. They seem really dead set on it.
1: Well, there's all these contracts in place, and so you, you have to think that networks are going to say that these leagues are sort of defaulting on, on their responsibility in these contracts, and so the league wants to somehow, some way, you know, fulfill a season, uh, a playoff season, so that they can not have these you know, renegotiation of new TV deals delayed by a year. So that's obviously a big driver for them. Certainly um, for the NHL. I agree with you. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, we saw the, how great the NFL draft was. I think you and I talked about this very quickly at one point, but it's, it's a great, opportunity for the nhl to, to follow what the nfl did for the for the nhl draft but uh, yeah next month is way too soon for that uh give them time give all the teams time push everything back free agency back the draft back you have thousands of people dying in a lot of these jurisdictions obviously montreal being the center of the country here in in, in canada but certainly you, know, you got all these new york teams and new york area teams and what they've gone through down there I just don't understand what the rush is. I don't think there'll be an NHL season. I, I really, really can't see it happening anytime soon. I mean, you're not even allowed to play team sports in rec- recreationally in Montreal for the entire summer. So I can't see the Bell Centre being used, so they're going to have to go to another jurisdiction. The whole thing's a mess, but y- you're right. They should move back the, the draft and free agency. But they could
0: have the uh, Canadian Golf Tournament.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess they could. You're absolutely <laughs> right. And move that up, Mike, right? Move
0: that's that right. up
1: earlier. Yeah, that's a I great call.
0: I would do that in July, actually, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. If I would them. So, so uh, the thing I feel the worst about as a fan, because I am a fan, is for the CFL and the yeah. Alouettes. And that looks like this, not only the season being written off, but you have to question the future of the whole league if the whole season is wiped out.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously they're trying to get money from governments. Uh, but how do you do that when a lot of your players are American? You know, the Canadian government's not going to subsidize Americans uh, with with some sort of emergency relief fund. So, are you just um, helping the owners? Uh, I, I really don't know how they're going to sort all, out all of that. They've been trying to get some some relief from the government. Uh, I I think that the government should help the CFL in some way. It's a cultural, you know, uh, it's an iconic cultural, uh, uh, you know, sport in this country that's been around over a century. And I absolutely think that it'll survive all of this. But, yeah, I I don't know how they're going to sort out the, the relief that they need. It was comforting to hear that the Alouette owner said, you know, don't worry about it. We're not folding if there is no season this year. But I don't think there is going to be a season.
0: I don't think so either. And look, the the reality is the CFL does pump a lot of money into the economies. And uh, as the president of the Alouettes was saying on TSN six ninety actually the other day, uh, you know, it's not really a, a handout. But the money, if if, you, if the league disappears forever, uh, they're they're going to be out revenue as well. So uh, I I hope something's done. Now the NFL, I mean, you feel the same way, I guess, as the other sports.
1: You know, I, I because it only was supposed to start in September. Uh, I I feel like the NFL has a chance to play because, you know, you give yourself a few more months, even if it starts later in October or November and they can, you know, cut the season by a couple of games and go to the end of February if they need to. Uh, I really don't see the NFL. I'm not ready to write off the NFL just yet. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see what the NBA does. They're really basically only three, two, three weeks behind the NHL in terms of, you know, games and scheduling and, and that sort of thing i everyone thinks about the idea of them starting you know christmas day to kick off next season for the nba and so maybe that gives them a little more time there there was one story where they would uh, only resume the playoffs in the fall and then just get a few weeks off and start the next season which actually might be an interesting idea um so to me i think the nfl and the, and the nba have you know better chance of of getting back going uh, i don't think the nhl mlb or uh, or the cfl come back
0: i'm glad you touched the the on the nba and i and i think that uh, you know when the nhl players were locked out uh, the season's only started in january so you mm-hmm. know that might be the most logical thing to hope for as a hockey fan that maybe but even that you know if donald trump's right and he has his uh, you know vaccine by january 1st um, you know i 'd like to believe them uh, believe me uh, my my last uh, question for you would be just uh, rounding everything out is soccer and uh, the mls and of course the impact what are what are your thoughts there
1: yeah it 's a crazy schedule right, right because they you know they they started their season and it, and it typically goes into into November, kind of similar to mls uh, rather uh, to the cfl uh, it 's interesting because they have resumed soccer in other places in the world. So it's a question of you know how they can resume it here. I don't know if this, the MLS has the clout that some of the other sports have, where they can um, you know uh, uh, have the have the money to to bail out some of their clubs and, and help them get through things. I don't think the impact are going to be able to play any games at all here, stadium or no stadium, just based on on how things are being restricted and how this is the epicenter of, of the virus situation in all of Canada. So I don't see the impact playing at all here. Maybe, maybe, just throwing it out there, but maybe their entire schedule will have to be played uh, either on neutral sites or, or uh, on the road, or, or maybe they end up playing home games in Ottawa. Who the heck knows? Honestly, uh, Mike, it's just so crazy.
0: It, it is, it is. And, and uh, you know, lot to talk about. So listen, I look forward to your show getting back on the air in the, in the not-too-distant future. And for everyone, uh, you can listen to Matthew Ross uh, when he comes back, Saturdays and Sundays at 7 a.m. Matthew, thank you for your time.
1: Hey, Mike, anytime.
0: All right. You've been listening to uh, the Mike Cohen.